I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Welcome. You found the podcast. You found me. My name is Bill Flanagan, and you have stumbled upon to my little world of, uh, I'm, I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. Oh, boy. It's beautiful today out here in Lago Vista, Texas. Nice and cool and crisp in the morning. And it warms up to about 80. That's Southern California weather. It doesn't get any better than that. In Texas, we're going to broil three months out of the year. In fact, on Tuesday, it got up to be 99. We had a one-day summer flash of 99 degrees. And then it went back to cool in the morning, high 70, upper 70s, low 80s in the afternoon. We just had this one weird day. And if that's an indication of more to come, I'm already sad. This hot weather, I mean, I love summer. Well, I loved it too when I was a teacher because it wasn't working, but I didn't love it because it was 105. These people. I see these people on Facebook. We're going to get into some Facebook drama. Because I love summer. It's like, motherfucker, you don't even do anything. You sit in your house. You don't run. You don't hike. You don't swim in a lake. You don't do anything. What what do you give a shit about summer? You don't go camping. You sit in your house and you watch TV. And then when you go outside, it's a million degrees. What, what, What the hell? I I love summer. You don't do anything. You don't ride a bike. I know why. Because if you did any of those things, you would post it. Look at me. You're on a bike one time a year. And you you post it on Facebook. Like, we're supposed to believe you're on it 20 times a month. I I know how that works. Look at me. Look at me doing something. Normally, I don't do something. But on Facebook, I'm going to do something. All right. I'm irritated. Facebook is a constant source of irritation. I hardly am on it anymore. I promoted my book. I don't post a lot of stuff anymore. I don't follow. I like to get on there and wish people happy birthday. You know, it's the least I can do. Happy birthday. Because if I wish them a happy birthday, then maybe when I have a birthday, I'll have a, I'll have a happy birthday. Won't It'll make me not want to throw myself off a tall building. It's like, well, at least a few people care on my birthday. That's great. I'm kidding. I'm not threatening self-harm. I'm just, it's like, yeah, life sucks. It's a big bag of dicks. And then one day you have a birthday, everyone says, happy birthday. It's like, oh, they know I'm alive. It's nice. So I I do that. One of the things I do. Well, the other day I was thinking about Pringles. I'll, I'll get to why in a minute. Pringles were invented. I looked it up, 1968. And when I was a kid, I thought Pringles were absolutely amazing. You have to understand, pre-Pringles life and post-Pringles life in the potato chip world. In the potato chip world, there's a bag of hodgepodge. All different shapes and sizes, mostly broken up. A bag of Lay's chips, as good as they are, they're a disaster. They're filled with air. When you get a tube of Pringles, you know what you're getting. There might be a few cracked Pringles in there, but generally it's one perfect chip stacked on another. And when when I saw those, I didn't know how they were made. I, I realized there's a, 
you know, a method in the kitchen that I, I didn't want. I don't want, I don't want to know how it's made. But they taste delicious. They look delicious. They come in a handy tube. When I was a kid, it's like, we are a pinnacle of society. We have Pringles. Well, I ate Pringles for years. In fact, I'm one of five kids. Pringles canisters have a special place in my heart. I'm gonna tell you why. So occasionally, when we go on a family drive or trip somewhere, which wasn't that often, often we'd have snacks and we had Pringles. My mom knew, buy Pringles. Pringles are pretty cheap, still they are. And my dad wasn't gonna stop and let us pee at a moment's notice. We had five kids. If he had to stop every time one of us had to pee, he'd be stopping every 10 minutes. He'd stop and he'd tell us, go to the bathroom. I don't have to go. Go empty your bladder. I'm fine, I don't have to go. Damn it, go in there and go to the bathroom. Dad, I don't have to go. And then sure enough, 15 minutes down there, I gotta pee and I, I could just see the steam coming out of his ears. And he wasn't stopping. There were, there were a lot of miles of genuine discomfort in that car when we were on trips because we had to pee so bad. One time I thought, Mom, I'm gonna pee in my pants if Dad doesn't stop. And Dad says, just go in the Pringles canister. We had an empty Pringles canister. This is a true story. It became a thing. And uh, of course, you know, I was little. I had three sisters. I didn't care. I had to pee. And you know, they couldn't do it, but I could. I filled up that Pringles canister probably halfway of urine, golden urine. Oh, it felt so good to be relieved. Oh my gosh, I had to go so bad. Well, then what are you doing? You're sitting in a car with a Pringles can of urine. Well, that's, that's not plastic. That's kind of papery. It's probably lined, but you're thinking, is this pee going to be self-contained here? Is it going to, well, and you know, all you can see is you're going to hit a, a, a bump in the road and the lid's going to fly off. It's going to just urine all over a, a swath of urine, a coating of urine on everybody in the vehicle. So what are you going to do? You're going to throw it out. You need to understand something about living in the seventies. We littered. First of all, there were no trash cans around. You go to a, a gas station. Now there's a trash can at every pump that did not used to exist. There were no public trash cans. You just littered. I know it sounds awful, but that's what just people, if you had a McDonald's bag in the car, you just threw it out the fucking window on the side of the highway. It wasn't until we saw the commercial with the Indian in his canoe with a single tear that we realized, man, this littering is probably bad. So we quit doing it. But when you have a Pringles can full of urine in the 70s, it's, it's going out the window. Well, here's the best part about throwing a Pringles can of urine filled with urine out the window. It's gonna hit the ground and it's gonna explode a spray of urine is gonna fly out of there. And it's just a beautiful thing to watch. And get up early in the morning, fill your Pringles with urine, sunlight, sunrise coming over the horizon, catches the urine just right as it bounces off of the shoulder of the highway. Oh God, that's good memories. All right, so the whole point of this story is I bought a tube of Stax, S-T-A-X. Stax is the Lay's 
version of Pringles. They're on sale for $1.25 for one of those. It's like, wow. You can't hardly go to a sandwich shop and get a bag, a little bag of chips. That's a dollar. So I bought some stacks. Bought two flavors, so sour cream and onion, regular. Well, I got home. Let me tell you something. They're the most delicious potato chips I've ever had. Lay's knows what they're doing. They're a little bit thicker than the Pringle. Let's face it, when you eat Pringles, you gotta eat two at a time minimum. The other ones are too thin. Stacks are the perfect, they're a little bit thicker. They have more potatoey flavor. They know what kind of magic fairy dust to sprinkle on those chips to give them the perfect. They look just like Pringles. Stacks are better. And this was very hard for me to accept that my beloved Pringles. So I was feeling silly. It's about a week ago. I thought, you know, I'm going to write a Facebook post about my discovery. Sitting in bed, watching TV. So I do, I do this whole thing. <clears throat> and it's generally pretty funny. Well, then there's always that guy. So this guy chimes in on the comments. I got 18 comments on my Pringles and my stacks and my urine and all that. And this is a guy I don't really know. We're friends on Facebook. He is an acquaintance at best. I have met him in person a couple of times. I'm not going to tell you who he is. Doesn't matter. And he friended me and I accepted it years ago. And he might comment on something I post once a year. And I don't see his posts. He didn't make the cut. You know, if you want to be in my feed, I got to know you pretty well. So anyway, his comment was, Pringles are shit. No, 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 not Pringles. Backtrack. Stacks are shit, man. Pringles are the best. Stacks is just garbage. You know, something derogatory. It's a shit move. It, it would be like me saying, man, I, I really like such and such Mexican restaurant here in town. It's the best. And you get on there, man, that's the worst. It's a shit move. You're hijacking someone's post. You're being kind of an asshole. It's all opinion based. I get it. If you want to say, well, you know, I really like this better than this. I need to give that another try. But don't come up there and just shit on somebody who says they like something. I don't care if it's a music, if it's a movie. If they post, man, I really like this movie, and you get on there, man, I, that was the worst. That was a waste of two hours. It's a shit move. Well, this guy was shitting on my stacks post. I didn't say Pringles were awful. I still like, I'll still eat Pringles. Well, my God, apparently this guy, his last name is Pringle, and he changed it to something else because he was going to the mat to defend Pringles. I never said Pringles were bad. I just said, I think stacks are better, guys. It pains me to say. And, and I called him out on it. I go, listen, this is what you choose, how you interact with me. You never comment on anything, but the, this, you don't like any, anything I put on Facebook. You don't comment on anything, but this, this, you just couldn't help yourself. You had to come over here and shit on my Pringles. On my stacks post. I, I said, what are you doing? I hope he just kind of skulk away. He goes, well, I've got to defend my Pringles. He goes, no, you don't. I didn't. 
It's Pringles. He must be married to Pringles. He's defending his wife's honor. Get a visual of that. It's just my whole point. I don't get on Facebook that much anymore. I did pump pump up and promote and pimp my book because I had to. But you look at the last three months since December, I probably haven't posted it 10 times. And there are days I don't look at it anymore. I'm over it. Now, I'm not going to get off it. I'm able to reach out and keep in touch with people. But, you know, what's interesting is there are people I used to follow because they were pleasant and nice. They had, you know, posted interesting things. And I realized these people don't ever comment anything I do or like it. They must not ever see my post. So obviously that means they're hidden, which I don't have a problem with. But I'm thinking... You're not going to see anything I post. Why, why am I bothering to look at yours? I just start hiding people. Some people are annoying. Some people don't interact. Um, some people I just don't know very well. I'm not interested in enough. Some people I might follow someone I hardly know for a while because they're relatively pleasant. And then I realize, yeah, I've had enough. Pretty soon it's just going to be me following my kids, my wife, my brother, and that's it. Two friends. Which is really all you need. I'm trying to get my cousin Danny to get quit looking to Facebook bullshit and get on Instagram. It's much, it's a much better platform. Anyway. All right. The whole thing about the stacks and Pringles. Guys, let's go back there. Let's go back to the, to the report you need, the report you crave. That's right time for the chalk and chalk report chalky chalk scale guys brought to you by dr paul berg scott and white group baylor scott and white bsw round rock georgetown proud sponsor of the chalky chalk report Guys, I went and got my physical recently from him, and I, I haven't got my blood work done. We'll get to the knees in a minute. So I get my panel of my blood work, my little prescription, take it over to the CPL, and it's like steerage on the Titanic in there. People everywhere, standing up, outdoors. It's like, I don't have time to sit here, wait, get my blood drawn. And I fasted all morning. And, and I had waited three weeks. And now it's been like four weeks, five weeks. I still haven't gotten my panel done after my physical. Call CPL. Is he crowded in there? Yeah. My God, get, get some more folks, something. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get to the chalk. Chalk, hey, chalk's been better. You know, my dogs can't walk anymore. Rocky's dead. The other dogs... Leroy can't make it around the big block anymore. And Clementine, she has a bad hip. She limps. They're all on medicine, costing me a fortune. So because I'm not walking them, I'm not really walking as much. I need to, but I haven't been. So because I haven't been wearing tearing on my knees, knees feeling pretty good. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a dull thud almost all the time. If I get up out of a car after sitting in it, it's going to take me 60 seconds to function and walk to the door. If you see me pull up at a restaurant, 
and I walked to the door, I looked like an 80-year-old man because I hadn't been 30 seconds yet for my knees to start functioning. So we're talking about, you know, half, half to one piece of chalk. You know, I'll take that all day long. You know, I, I don't only got so much miles to go left on this, on these knees before I get my saving for my replacement. I wish I could do S&H green stamps, save for a knee replacement. Just remember when they did that? That'd be great. All right, guys. Chalky out. All right, we're back for the last segment of the show. Guys, I'm going to get real personal today. I'm going to get real personal. Real personal. Here it is. My wife, my wife, uh, she caught me having a smoke. She caught me sneaking a smoke. I have a little corner of the backyard, the other side of the fence, a little stool next to the AC unit. Sometimes I like to go out there, just have a moment to myself and have a smoke. Here's the thing. I don't buy cigarettes. Now, if you smoke and we're in the casino, I'm going to bum one from you. If I go over a friend's house and they're enjoying a smoke, I'm saying, hand me one of them smokes. But I'm not going to go buy cigarettes. To me, if you buy cigarettes, you're a smoker. And I don't want to be a smoker. I just want to bum smokes occasionally. But I, I bought a pack of Newports. Well, let me tell you about Newports. They are sprinkling fairy dust in those things, some sort of addictive chemical in a new, they gotta be. Because you smoke one of those, it's different. First of all, when I bum a smoke, usually I'm bumming an American spirit off somebody. An American spirit lasts forever. I mean, you can get 20 puffs off one of those things. But a Newport, man, that stuff burns like wildfire. Fire By the time you get three puffs, five puffs, it's gone. You probably get more bang for your buck. Buying the expensive American spirit, healthy cigarette. You know, it's a healthy cigarette, it's organic. It doesn't have the chemicals in it. You get a Newport, here's what's gonna happen if you smoke a Newport. 10 minutes later, you're gonna think about that Newport. You think, man, that went fast. Maybe I should have another Newport. And the next thing you know, you're gonna be wanting to smoke five Newports a day. And that's gonna lead to 10, that's gonna lead to 20. Nope, there's something about that. Oh, you'll get up in the morning. Be 5.30 in the morning feeding the dogs. It's like, man, Newport sounds good. <laughs> My wife might have a Newport with more and coffee. So I had to take that pack of smokes, crumple it up, throw it in the trash. Like, I, these things, these Newports, man, I can't do it. They are pulling me in. Well, my wife was out of town. That's why I bought the Newports. I'm going to enjoy some secret smokes. Fuck. That shit is bad news. Don't go smoking Newports. You'll be calling me up saying, man, I'm addicted. It's like, I tried to tell you. There's something in them that's different than the American spirits I bum off people. I, I bum an American spirit. It's no big deal. I'm done. It's like, yeah, that was kind of gross. Why did I do that? You go buy a pack of Newports, it's over. It's over. 
So I crumpled up the Newports, threw them in the trash. It's like, oh, I can't do this. Can't be buying smokes. About two hours later, I'm looking at the trash and I break every one of them. <laughs> did I break them all? I did. So anyway, that was last weekend. And uh, I can't be buying those new ports. I can't be buying the ports. The menthol too. Maybe there's something to that. Those menthol new ports. I'll tell you what, go buy a pack of menthol smokes, smoke them all, and then see if you buy a second pack. That'll be the, that'll be the true thing. So no more ports. That stuff is bad news. You want to you know, you go to the casino, have a smoke? Fine. You bum it off a smoker friend. You don't buy your own. That's how you become a smoker. I'm not gonna buy cigarettes. All right, that's my big confession. My wife's not gonna listen to this, so she won't know about the ports. She'll, it'll be my little secret and yours. Oh. Speaking of something she won't listen to. I came home the other day. She had just left. I mean, we'd passed each other. Dogs were in the crate. We crate our dogs when we were gone. I walk in. Well, the back door's wide open. She put the dogs in the crate, left the house. Back door, wide open. Flies coming in. She forgot to shut the door. That's a new one. She does a lot of crazy stuff, but she's never not shut a door. You know, and the, and the dad in me is like, whoa, we do an air conditioner on the outside. I'm thinking, how much money did that cost me as all our cool air rushed out into the 99 degree air? And how much of that 99 degree air came into my house? That's what I'm thinking. And then there's flies. I hate flies. I don't know why they exist. Guys, I want to thank my sponsors. I want to thank Will Flanagan. He's sponsor. Allison Crow, sponsor. Matt Beards, sponsor. Johnny Schrader, sponsor. Mariah Johnson, sponsor. You can be a sponsor. Get a shout out at the end of every episode. It's 99 cents a month. You cheap bastards. You cheap bastards that listen to my premium content and won't throw me 99 cents a month. You say, well, you don't do them that much. Who cares? It's 99 cents. You cannot buy even a Coke for 99 cents anymore. You can't buy a candy bar for 99 cents. I don't know what you could buy. Not much. I don't even think you can buy a cone at McDonald's. They used to be 50 cents. They're at least 99 cents now. Can't buy anything. So you might as well support a good cause, some creative content. Where do you can go buy my book? Why, 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 why are you making me buy stuff? Because I need the dough. I need taco money. It's not that big a deal. If you did a podcast, I'd sponsor you for 99 cents a month. Because we're pals, we're buds. I'd support you. Sure. Why not? What's 99 cents? Can't buy anything with it. You want to know how to do it? There's a button that says be a sponsor. You might have to do it on the webpage, or maybe you can do it on your app. You can find it. Just look. I'd like to thank my intro music, uh, Brother Joe Freund. I'd like to thank the outro music by none other than my bro, Mike Flanagan. Of course, we're always going to thank Dr. Paul Berg second time because he really chips in the big big bucks. Guys, go buy some stacks. 
And we'll see you next time. Well, and I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. Later. Just here